Welcome to the Disrupt Education Podcast. I'm Peter Hostrosser, your host. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. That way you can get these podcasts sent directly to you. Hit that notification button and guess what? Every week you'll be notified when the new podcast comes out. I would love to have you subscribe to the podcast. Also, head over to disrupteducation.co. It's my website. You can read my blog, see what's going on around disrupting education. You can connect with me there as well. Uh, I'm a proud member of the Ed Up Experience Podcast Network as well. Um, i got to tell you, this is a great podcast network. Um, great people around the Ed Up Experience. Uh, anything through K through 12 and beyond, there's all kinds of innovative uh, areas of uh, podcasting and people talking and people being interviewed. Check that out. Go to edupexperience.com. On today's podcast, we start our class of 2022 series. There's a pandemic that hit, and guess what? Um, seniors actually just graduated when that hit right in the middle of their high school career. So for the next couple of episodes, I am interviewing seniors who have just graduated, um, and they're going to talk about their journey. They'll talk a little bit about how the pandemic felt and actually what they learned from it, and even more importantly, what they want to see new in education. This is our chance to really listen to student voice. I mean really listen because they're going to they're going to answer some questions that I have about disrupting education, what they want to see and what they want future generations to see in education. So, in this first episode, I have Jameson Merrick who is a uh, student of mine at Stag High School and I am super excited to have this conversation with Jameson. We'll be right back with him and the Disrupt Education podcast after this. I spoke to Precious, who is a junior in high school, and she talked about her experiences with SpikeView. Almost every day we get emails of students in our school getting accepted to different colleges, to different internships. And I feel like every school will want to see their student thrive and go to big universities and go to different um, opportunities, like different internships, apprenticeships, and all that stuff. And SpikeView is definitely an opportunity that teachers would take because it's a place where all the students can organize all their things, all their accomplishments they did in their life. And they can use this to build up their resume for college or internships, like I said before, to continue all the way into their senior year. And they have such a big bowl of all the things they've done in one place. So when it comes to the college application process, it's all there for them. And they can just all list it down. It'll just be easier. Drop me a message here on the podcast or head over to spikeview.com to learn more about this incredible platform that's helping our youth own their learning journeys. Welcome to the Disrupt Education Podcast. I am here with Jameson Merrick, who just graduated from Stag High School, a student of mine, but I'm also a student of his. Jameson, how are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Graduation just happened yesterday. Tell a little bit about uh, who you are uh, and what what are your thoughts about uh, the upcoming years after graduation? Yeah, so I just graduated high school. I'm 17. Uh, I plan on going to college right after high school, uh, attending Indiana State University. Um, I want to do something like in business, and then I want to do something like broadcasting, um, just because I really like sports and commentating and talking to people. 
I feel like that's some path I want to go down. Um, I love my family. Oh, and I love hanging out with friends and having a good time. I know that because uh, in class, man, we had some friends in class and such. And and I oh, think we it's, did. I think it's really interesting about like um, you know, sports and and actually you know trying to find your way with that. Not a lot of students would do. Uh, what you did actually, uh, along with another colleague of yours in entrepreneurship, I just want to let the listeners know, like we kind of transferred into kind of surface level entrepreneurship to, hey, you know what, what if I kind of goof around and start with a blog because you guys were always uh, talking about that. Um, but that, that kind of leads me to my next question. Um, 12 years, man, like you, you just got out of a system. <laughs> Um, and yeah. uh, this month I'm talking a lot with um, a lot of students um, because you, everybody's like student voice, student voice. But I don't think people really listen to student voice all that much just yet. And I'm hoping to change that. Um, but so there's an academic side to Jameson and there's also a life learning side to Jameson. Um, tell us like a little bit about reflecting on who you were in both of those entities over the last 12 years. Yeah. So while I was in school, it was kind of just like. I used to go to class, you know, wake up in the morning, go straight one through eight period, have a lunch, whatever, just like normal kids do. Um, and that happened from, geez, first grade through, I mean, 11th grade. Uh, it was just kind of like a system where, like, I just kept on having to do the same exact thing about topics that really just didn't prepare me for, like, my outside life. Like, I would go to school, attend, do my work, see friends, hang out, you know, do all my homework. But at the end of the day, it was like, as soon as I left that, that, that class after, you know, eighth period, 2.22 or three o'clock in high school, it was just like, oh man, did it really help me do anything? Um, I feel like the math classes, it was just stuff that they wanted to teach you, but stuff that didn't really prepare you for anything. Like I didn't need certain things that they taught me and the same thing in English class or, you know, history class. It was more of like a, they forced something upon you to like push you to learn something instead of actually engaging you into something that you want to learn. Um, I felt like half the things, I mean, over 75% of the things in, you know, throughout the 12 years of my education were some things that I, I just didn't care to learn for. I mean, half of the things I won't even learn it, I like use in my real life situations anyways. But I mean, outside of, outside of school, you know, like in school, I was kind of like, didn't really like to talk to people, then wasn't outgoing. But as soon as like high school hit, after school, in school, it was just, I found my way to communicate better with people. And I found to be more outgoing than I was in previous years, just because it like the different environment that I was put in um, really helped me do that. Well, yeah, let's let's uh, open up that environment. So how did that environment change? I mean, I know I know the answer to it, but uh, I don't think our our listeners know you have a very unique senior year, to be honest. And and that's part yeah. of the reason I wanted to chat with you today. Um, yeah. Talk. Well, talk us through that different environment and how that kind of evolved. Yeah. So freshman through junior year, um, I went to school, same as always, eight o'clock out at three o'clock. Um, took some classes I really liked, but as soon as senior year hit, it was like I enrolled into the, the workmanship program, which definitely opened my uh, opportunities up. I was able to work more, get out of school earlier, and get all my necessary credits and classes, and take classes that I actually wanted to take. Um, not like, you know, I didn't take a math class senior year. I took, you know, uh, a classic modern mythology just because I thought it was cool. You know, it was really intriguing to me, and I found like senior year was the opportunity that 
I wish I had all four years to choose the classes that I wanted to take and the classes that I thought would be beneficial for me, you know, alongside the lines of like, you know, you need these classes and they'll prepare you for college if you're going down that route. But I mean, like, I was always set like college bound from freshman year with my counselor to senior year. And she always had me on this thing where she wanted me to do certain things in order to like be good for college. And there were just things that like, I didn't necessarily see that they would be good or that I would use them until this day, half of those classes I'm not using in college. And like, I just felt like it was a waste of time for that. You are going to college, which is interesting because when we, when we met, like kind of through the year, you're like, you know what, I'm I'm out, I'm I'm just busting out of high school, and that was it. You had a very different plan. Um, can you kind of walk us through, like, number one, where where you're thinking of Indiana State, um, but what 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 made that change happen? And I think a lot of educators and a lot of people want to understand that. Um, you know, you're a person who also, you know, I think we agree that, you know, college isn't the only route, um, but you saw something, you're like, let's go. Like, this is something that I want to do. Talk about that, that, that dynamic of a pivot that happened. First semester of senior year, um, I was kind of just like, oh, I want to get out of school. I don't want to do anything. Um, and it was never really, I never really had goals to set up, but I knew I just hated school. I just dreaded going to it. The class, I took two English classes. And I was like, uh, but then like I took my uh, work program class with you, obviously. And um, you really kind of guided me towards of what I wanted to do rather than having to have a focus line of, you know, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And um, as soon as second semester hit, I had you for first first period, second period. Uh, <laughs> third period. All and day fifth long, period. man. <laughs> yep, Four out of my five periods a day. And um, having a teacher like you really impacted me um, to take my chances and do what I actually love to do. Um, I never really saw myself going to college to be a commentator or to do something along the lines of like business and, you know, broadcasting. Um, but with your experience with broadcasting, you open an opportunity to me to look forward to. Um, and actually, it made me excited to actually go to college. Um, I haven't gone there yet, but all the classes that I've taken with you um, they progressively made me more interested and build me up as a person and got me ready for what I wanted to do. And that's why I decided to go to college. Um, it was just like the impact that a teacher, one teacher had on me, you know, I throughout like freshman and senior year, I didn't really have like, you know, I had good teachers here and there, but none that really went out of their way to go explain life and actually introduce um, opportunities that weren't really on the table. So this is something um, I'm humbled, by the way. Um, and <laughs> But this is something I think that is going to lead into the answer of the next question, right? Like, um, as as somebody who could redesign your entire experience, or even just high school experience, because I'm, I'm mostly on secondary, but, but is there a way that you think that you can improve education and connect you know, math, science, English to, to your interests? Or what does that look like for Jameson at this point in your life? What, what would you do to change it? I'm going to sit on like high school situations because like eighth grade, you know, it was okay. Like down below was whatever. But like high school, ninth grade through 12th grade, it was just like you get into a bigger school, you get blended in with kids from other school, you get different opportunities, different cultures. Um, and I felt like 
even just taking a math class or, you know, math one, math two, math three, you know, English is set courses for you. Um, my freshman year was just kind of designed for me. I didn't get, I picked one elective that basically my counselor uh, told me that I needed this if I was going to go college bound, which was Spanish. And then all the rest classes were just like set. Um, I didn't really have the opportunity, you know, being welcomed into a new high school, um, starting my four years there. Um, I wasn't able to choose the classes that I thought I wanted to as like, you know, the juniors or seniors at that time. And I definitely feel like if you have teachers that would interact even just a little bit more and connect with you, um, not even just on a personal level, just more of like on a, a school level where they actually try to help you and try to open new opportunities. I feel like those classes wouldn't have been as bad, but it was just like, Oh, we did a sideshow presentation. Here's your work. And it was just like, well, how am I supposed to learn off a slideshow presentation when you explain it once and then you just expect me to remember it after my first time learning it? It was just kind of like a a place where I didn't really feel as I learned as I could have, as much as I could have. I'm going to throw the pandemic in there, right? Like you were <laughs> smack dab in the middle and, and I, I don't know, maybe they're going to call you the pandemic generation. Who knows? Um <laughs> Talk about that. Like, what, what was that like as a student going through a pandemic where, you know, the rules were changing all over the board. Um, there was virtual learning in school, out of school, quarter of the people in the school. Yeah. Walk us through like your experiences with that and maybe something you took from that um, as a as a learner. The pandemic hit uh, end of sophomore year for me um, in that March right there. Uh, we were supposed to be shut down, but then they shut us down fully. Um, and then I continued my way through my beginning of the junior year. And then they offered us on-site or 50-50 um, learning chances. And then, um, but during that during that second semester of sophomore year, towards that ends when COVID really hit, it was just, my GPA was really good. I was, I love school. I like going, I like seeing my friends. And then everything got shut down. And it was just like, started up here. And then just, it was a trickle-down effect with my grades. Um, my attitude, my my appearance on everything. I was just kind of felt like I was more of like sheltered kind of. Um, I never really got the opportunities to like uh, do what I never got the opportunities to do what I wanted to do. Um, so my grades went my grades went down. And then when they offered that beginning of junior year where you could go in class, I had to take that opportunity. Um, I looked at myself and I was like, yeah, you, you can't be sitting at home on a computer anymore. I just got so lazy doing the homework. Um, now I know, but I was cheating on tasks and I was still barely passing classes. And the thing was, it was like, if I'm going to go to school, I might as well make the best of it and actually learn from it. You know, even if I'm not going to learn or if I'm not going to take everything into the real life situation and use it, it's just the fact of learning and understanding it. And, uh, yeah, so when I went back into school, uh, my grades went back up, um, and then they drastically, you know, opened up our school more so we can go more days. And even though everything wasn't the same, like lunch rooms and all that, but, I mean, at least I got a – I was better learning on site than over a computer, um, that connection with the teachers and just seeing them in person um, and just – be putting in that setting of school like I was, you know, kindergarten through eighth grade, that setting for me was always to learn. And, you know, when you change that setting to, you know, 
he's sleeping in my bed, waking up at eight o'clock and hopping on a Google meet and going to bed. I mean, geez, what do you expect me to learn? I'm not going to learn nothing. So that's what kind of happened with me. And then they opened everything back up. And then I was, I was given the opportunity to choose my classes and explore a little bit more of what I wanted to do. But it was like those first three years were just kind of like, you got, you got what you got. And that was basically it. Biggest takeaway from knowing yourself in the pandemic. So what, what, like, you know, what, what did you learn from that moment? What I learned during the pandemic was like, don't let things put you down so fast. Like as soon as that pandemic did and they said that we were going to be off for two weeks and then it turned out to be that rest of that year. I was just like, I was excited, you know, mini break, whatever. And then boom, when they said they were shut down, I was just like, Oh yeah. I just, I just let it bring me down so bad. Um, and really affect me. And I feel like no matter what the situation is. And I take this from that is there's always a good outcome of it. Um, and that's all I really had to learn from. Uh, I just really, I really wish that I had that, you know, the opportunity to, you know, experience high school throughout through all those years. But I mean, all of it was a learning experience. And I've taken all those like, learning experiences, you know, from this pandemic and pre-pandemic to be who I am today. And I felt like even if the pandemic didn't happen today, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, so I'm kind of glad um, all the things that I've learned and taken experiences from and what to go ahead and put them in my real life situation to who they've made me today. Uh, no, I appreciate that. And I, I do. And I, I know you've heard me say this before, but I really do think uh, as people realize, you know, maybe maybe you didn't get exactly what previous generations have gotten. Um, I, I think this pivot's going to make your generation extremely strong. I mean, I just do. Um, and I'll, I've always believed in that. Um, so I'll, let me uh, round out the podcast here with one last question and take your time having kids. But what do you want your your kids' school to look like, right? What, what, is that, what does that look like to you? What do you want them to look like, or what, to experience in, in quote-unquote schools and education? Yeah, so with me just getting out of high school, I'd really want the setting to be more hands-on. Um, I'd really appreciate, like, if the teachers could actually make a connection and push the kids, like, not even my kids, but kids in the future generations to actually do what they want to do and not put them on a focused track of, like, oh, yeah, this is what you need to graduate. How about, like, okay, this is what you need to graduate, but these are the classes if you want to take and you like them or what kind of, like, area you're looking to go to. Um I was like really undecisive on what I wanted to do, but I feel like they had those classes for me, but they never pushed me towards like wanting to take those classes. I wanted to be a cop, but they never pushed me towards to business law or, you know, anything along those lines. And I feel like as in coming into new high school, like say if my kids were coming into high school, I'd fit, I would want them to like, you know, get a general idea of what they would want to do and have that counselor or that somebody push them towards trying to figure it out. And if they don't like it, then, you know, a new set focus. Um, a lot of these schools now, they're just like, oh, yeah, that's what you need to graduate. But there's classes out there that can really impact you that I took. Like, I took senior year, and they really impacted me. And there's classes that can impact students even in their freshman year. Um, so I feel like if there was more hands-on learning, um, maybe even a little bit of shorter days, I feel like having that span of like, you know, 
eight hours, seven hours a day at school, five days a week. It's just like, it's a set schedule. It's kind of like work. And like a lot of people, you know, sometimes a lot of people just go to work just to go to work. And it's just like, I want to go to school to learn. And that's why I want my kids to be. I don't want them to go, you know, oh, I have to go to school. Like they get to go to school, like you say. Like they get to do that. They get to experience it. They get to learn. And I feel like, and I hope that they change that so like they lure kids in to be who they are and take chances and learn from it. I love that. I'm I'm super humbled and and um, obviously uh, people don't know you or listen to the podcast, but yeah. I do. And wise beyond your words, there. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, Indiana State next year is lucky to have you, um, and uh, I can't wait to see uh, what what happens. And, and obviously, you know, we'll stay connected. Um, Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, as as you grow and, and and continue, I can't wait to see uh, where you go. Uh, maybe a few tickets in there for for old Hostrasser. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, of down course. the line. So, but I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing your your experiences. Um, uh, especially coming, you know, hot off the press, as we call it in journalism, uh, right out of high school and, and sharing this. Um, and uh, and thanks for being here on Disrupt Education. Yeah, no, thank you for the opportunity to spread my word and spread on what I would like to talk about. I really appreciate it. All right. You're very welcome. And thank you all for listening. Till next time, we'll talk to you on Disrupt Education.